Life Audio. Welcome to Crosswalk Talk. I am your host, Michael Faust. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I can't wait for you to hear from our guest. Please note that the interview in this episode was previously recorded. Check out our show notes for more information. If you want to see this interview on video, then check out Crosswalk's YouTube channel, which is linked in today's show notes. Hey, John, welcome to Crosswalk Talk. Hey, thanks for having me. And as always, man, you've been great over the years. It's, you know, we've been, we've made, you know, sort of, we've been on the bleeding edge of faith-based film and right there with us the whole way. Well, thank you so much. Well, let me tell people who you are, John. Uh, of course, John's a, a director who has been behind movies that people have heard of, like Jesus Revolution. I can only imagine. I still believe uh, on and on and on. Uh, John, you recently launched, uh, you and a lady by the name of Kelly Merriman Hoogstraten, uh, who is not with us today, but hopefully can be someday, recently launched what is called The Wonder Project. And it promises uh, it's going to be a, it's an independent studio that's going to make values-driven entertainment for families. That's right down my alley. Tell me more about it, John. Why did you want, why did you and Kelly want to launch this? And what is it? Uh, that's a great question. You know, having made many sort of faith-based films and values-based films and, and just getting to know the audience and being part of the audience. You know, we began to look at at some of these studios we were looking, you know, working for, like Lionsgate, and deeply inspired by the idea that many of them are celebrating 100 years in business this year, 100 years of telling stories. And I began to get really inspired about a year and a half ago of like, I think that there's an opportunity you know, we talk about this question a lot, what can we do together that none of us can do alone? And while we had experience being a production company making, you know, movies for, for various studios, you know, you begin to think, I think it's possible to build one of those, uh, to, to build a studio that could serve the audience that we love and the production companies and artists in the space and give them a level of freedom and resources that they have not had. And, uh, and certainly we can partner with distributors and streamers and and even other studios, but could we build something that could last? I think life is is too short for for small ideas and small dreams. And I, I just think that, you know, sometimes it's just like if some of these entities, you know, have been telling stories for this long, why can't we dream that big? And what I noticed with myself and my brother and Dallas Jenkins and others is, you know, if you give the, the leading creatives in this space freedom and resources to reach an audience that that we know far better, than, than a lot of the studios, then, then that's typically where the success happens. And so we just decided to, to start building a business and start raising capital and start recruiting a team, which I've, I've never seen a team this powerful sort of assembled for an idea like this. And I just think the time is now. I think that there's an opportunity for a leap forward and for a, an almost declaration of independence where we can, where we can build our own our own studio that hopefully God willing can, can really endure the test of time. It would just be amazing if the stories that we're making now could create a place that could allow stories to be told, you know, decades from now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let's, let's talk about the money. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming Kelly's the one to really talk details about it, but we can, I guess, give the overview. You guys have, uh, you already had $75 million in seed and series a funding. I don't even know what all that means, but I know $75 million is a lot of money. So that, 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 that's, a, that's a good start. I'm curious what types of movies and TV shows, and I'm assuming it's also TV shows, what types of movies and TV shows will you be making? Is it, would it be safe to say it's similar to what you've been doing in the past, except maybe more and bigger? 
That's right. I think, um, and first of all, I'll get myself in trouble because, you know, I'm, I, I'll say this, I'm one of the creatives in the company, you know, and, and the company is designed to give freedom, you know, and resources and empower and serve other creatives in the space. But for my own part, I'm working on projects that I've been dreaming of my entire career. Sort of like the, if I could only do these stories uh, are the two franchises in both film and television that I'm launching into right now. And I hope to give that feeling to other people. I think what we've noticed is that the audience just wants more. They want a values-based ecosystem. They want a, a single, you know, sort of brand and destination that is completely unashamed and unafraid of, of faith-based stories like Jesus Revolution and the American dream, you know, and the American experience. But they also want everything from, you know, they, they just want their values infused into content that will pull their family back together again. And, and we don't consider faith a genre, a story, it's a set of values, but the values that Christianity rests upon when infused into stories, you know, are needed and universally appealing. And I think what people really want, what the audience wants, is a place where where just more stories are being told. But these are stories that they can trust, that pull their family back together again, and draw us to the values that upon which Christianity is is based. And I think that's what they want. So they just we just we want more, you know, and and we want it to all be together. And and I think uh, you know what people would consider faith based stories or overtly Christian stories, which is. I carried around that Jesus Revolution magazine for eight years trying to get that movie made, you know, since I bought it on eBay, 50-year-old magazine. And we would we were proud and completely unashamed and unafraid of stories that are that are faith-based. But then also we want to be able to make I, I'm a huge fan of American history, you know. And there's just a lot of stories I want to tell. And there's just a lot of, you know, I loved movies like Wonder or Top Gun or, you know, there's just a lot of there's a lot of movies that are missing typically in the market. And, and those are movies that would pull my family together, that we could watch together, that are incredibly entertaining in their genre, but that are infused with a set of values that I need in my own life and we need in our own family. And so we're creating a brand where all of that is possible. Just realized you and I are wearing the same color shirt, John. So this is going to look really odd on this. What's, I know, which is fine. <laughs> but that's okay. You wear the color of your eyes, though. You got it. It's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a smart thing to do. You look good in that shirt. <laughs> Thanks, John. The uh, folks on on podcasts have no idea what we're talking about here. Um, both wearing uh, sure, uh, we're both we're sure. both wearing basically the color of our eyes. John, you are the chief content officer. Kelly is the CEO, and Dallas Jenkins is involved as well. So, what what will Dallas's role be? Dallas is a, is an advisor to the brand, and a little bit of history. And he'll he's going to be an executive producer on shows. He's helping curate the slate and curate content and uh, draw other creatives in, and is really architecting this whole brand with me and has been for, we started working on this together like two years ago. When we, when I first had the idea, you know, Dallas was the first creative that I took it to. And I was just blown away at what, you know, he had done in television. And, you know, my background had been in film and we just felt like, you know, I like the story that, you know, one draft horse can pull about 8,000 pounds. If you put two together, they can pull 24,000, 32,000 if they train. And we just, we had a common vision to to create a destination where we could be free to create and allow that that same freedom to be uh, given to other people in the space. And so often you feel that you're serving this massive underserved audience, the largest global affinity group in the world. And then you you know what works, you know what you need to do. And then you're trying to convince studios to, to sort of let you reach an audience that you know better than they do. And so you just wonder like, why can't we create an entity 
like that that can endure. And he really caught the vision for it. And so cool. while he's completely dedicated, you know, he's shooting a movie that I'm a producer on right now that I'm, I'm grateful to have helped on Best Christmas Pageant Ever. It's going to be amazing. Beyond that, he's completely committed to The Chosen as a huge fan, as we all are. You know, I'm uh, <laughs> committed to him finishing that show. But, uh, but in the meantime, he's really helping us architect both the slate and the company itself. And then we'll, uh, you know, uh, direct content after he uh, finishes with The Chosen. I guess these are called values-based stories. So they could include faith, might not include faith but they will always be based on hope and kindness. Is that the general well, thing? Here's what we say is that, is that we want to make stories that flood the world with hope. And we want to make stories that restore faith in things worth believing in. I think a lot of entertainment today chips away at fate, chips away at belief in things that are still worth believing in. Mm-hmm. Christianity is one of those things, but so is America, you know, or entrepreneurism or the family or just a certain set of, of values on which Christianity rests. And so I think we're, we're living in a very cynical world where it's tough to know what to believe in. And uh, if you watch a lot of the sort of the popular shows, especially, but also movies, you know, you find yourself sort of in a, in a, in a me versus everyone mindset where it's hard to know what to believe in. And so we talk about content that restores faith in things that are worth it, you know, and I have some obsessions like the American revolution is one of my obsessions in this country is as, as flawed as it is, it's, it's, it's worth believing in, you know? And, and so I think stories that would reinforce that are worth telling. And again, Christianity is life changing for me and two and a half billion people. And of course we, we feel like the Bible is, could be the next great world of stories to tell. But what I want and what I need in my home this whole business started with just the question of like, I just feel like there's no safe destination. There's no brand really as much that I can look to in a way that I completely trust. And so sometimes when you need something in your home that doesn't exist and you need something with your family, the best thing to do is to go create it, you know? And I think some of the best companies are made that way. And there's so few experiences that I can take, you know, my wife, my kids or like my daughter, I remember with Jesus Revolution, it was my wife and I, Kate, our daughter and my parents. And we designed the film that way to be mm. by multiple generations. And, you know, screens used to be this thing. You think in the days of the Carol Burnett show or I Love Lucy, they used to be something that just pulled us together as a community and as a family. Now screens tend to rip us apart, you know? And so the idea is to really get back to that original idea of a multi-generational experience that's that's values driven and that's mm. just that's just more it's it's what we've been doing and then a that's whole lot more. and it's a whole lot more for a lot more creatives and I, I just think that i learned when when our son who's nine now when he was three he had open heart surgery and i and i had to drop out of the steve mcguin documentary and put another director in my place and so that i could be with with sam and beth and in a very difficult but very bonding time. And through that experience, I learned that I really loved empowering other filmmakers. That was just mm-hmm. as filling to me as doing the work myself. And I thought maybe we could scale this and maybe I could tell the stories that I want to tell that I would love to talk to you about and we'll be able to soon, but also empower that experience for other filmmakers. And in doing so, create something that is a very difficult industry that we work in. And so you want to create yeah. something that's worth it, you know, in the end. To me, a company that can endure, that can outlive me and the other people founding it is a really cool idea. And if other media entities have achieved that for celebrating that this year, 
why can't we, you know, and wouldn't it be cool if we could create a studio that's telling stories about the Bible and values and American history and, you know, all these things, you know, yeah, from now, that's just a cool idea. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. You've had your hat in several companies, Kingdom Story. Uh, I know you were working with Angel for Honor Project. I mean, are all your balls in this new entity now? I mean, is, is are, are you still doing, working with other uh, companies? Well, what's cool about the entertainment industry is each project is in essence its own okay. entity and initiative. So while I'm completely, I mean... I've learned in the last year and a half, starting a studio is hard, <laughs> you know, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And so it is, a, it is, of course, a thousand percent of my time and efforts and I'm, I'm exclusive to it, but it creates a, a way that we can collaborate on projects with Kingdom Story Company, which I, which I am, am privileged to have co-founded and even studios like Lionsgate or others. But this is, I, I'm always just about dreaming, you know, climbing forward and, and, and dreaming bigger and and the dream of like i think we can actually become the studio and empower companies like i founded before like Kingdom story company or, or or individuals in the space like dallas jenkins or myself or others just became an obsessive goal and quest and i hope to create a place where projects can be um where you know to create a place big sort of a platform big enough for a lot of the artists struggling in the space that I guarantee you, I've seen it firsthand. I've felt it. If you will just give some of the voices in this space, more resources, more support, more freedom, and eliminate a lot of the constraints that, that entities present, what could be achieved is staggering. And, mm. uh, and so that, that, that became the, yeah. so we'll collaborate across the board and, and there's a lot of announcements coming on projects that are collaborative, but, but the goal is to create a level of independence where we can reach the audience directly. What's the target date for your first release next year and year after? So, yeah, so, so we're going to announce what we're working on shortly. Okay. Which I'm really, really excited about dream projects and the pro, you know, the, our first set of projects will go into production in the first and second quarter of next year. We've been working on them for quite a while and very mm. excited about, I, I was literally overseas prepping one last week and then in the States prepping one the week before that. And wow. And I just can't, I can't wait to, um, yeah. to, at some point I'm going to get, get myself in trouble because I'm going to talk too early <laughs> about them, but, but, uh, yeah. but we're, we're going to be able to announce them uh, here shortly. And, and, uh, also, I, I also think that I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to the audience. It's the support of the audience 
that has made this possible yeah. because, you know, we're finally able to get in the realm of resources where we can truly compete, you know, with other studios. And it's just been an outstanding year. You know, I loved that when we did Jesus Revolution, our whole goal was, hey, could, could Jesus be back on the cover of Time magazine? Well, it was the cover of Newsweek and it was Jesus with like a film slate and it said Jesus invades Hollywood. And it was this cool article because it was a story of, of uh, The Chosen, Jesus Revolution, Sound of Freedom, you know, these other movies and which multiple companies did. And it's just afforded this moment where we can sort of leap forward because there's such a buzz about our audience within in Hollywood right now. And so I think mm. the timing is everything. And I think the time is now. I'm looking forward to it. The website, I believe, is thewonderproject.com. You know, folks can sign up and get updates from you guys at thewonderproject.com. We've been talking to John Irwin, director and uh, now the chief content officer of The Wonder Project. Hey, John, thanks so much. As always, man, thanks for being along the journey. And it's 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 amazing to, to be involved in, in any industry that's emerging right in front of you, where you're sort of in the arena, you're bleeding on the edge of something that's it's happening right in front of you. And that's what we've all been doing, you know, for the last decade. And so I'm grateful that you've been given what we've been making constant attention. And it's cool to see these innovations build on each other. And, and I think we're just getting started with what, with what we can accomplish. Absolutely. If you enjoyed today's interview, please make sure to subscribe and share the episode with a friend. A big thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you will find dozens of of other faith-centered podcasts in their network. See you next time. Feeling stressed? Let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.